That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Ramier. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. If it's your first time listening, welcome. So glad you're here today. If you've been a long-time listener, welcome back. Thank you for supporting the show. Today, we're going to talk about 40 tips for staying sober under pressure. This comes straight from the article from IamSober.com. Also, the I Am Sober app. You can download that. Great resource. Was a former sponsor of the show. Always a good sponsor to have, the I Am Sober app. So always like to support those guys. Check them out on any of the app stores. And I uh, came across this article today, uh, 40 Tips for Staying Sober Under Pressure. It's a couple years old, actually, but I still think relevant uh, to all the things that we do on the daily to try to cut alcohol out of our lives and live a life full of fulfillment and sobriety. Shit that we can remember <laughs> the following day. Before we get into the article... Be sure to check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can follow us on Instagram at thatsoberguypodcast. We got some great episodes coming up for you uh, in the upcoming weeks. We got Wes Hurt from Clean Cause. He'll be here, uh, I think that's September 3rd. Uh, actually, we're going to kick it off with um, uh, National Recovery Month in the month of September with Wes. So we had a great conversation and looking forward to getting that out there. Uh, also, I have my good buddy Sonny Mayo coming up. Sonny played in all kinds of bands from Seven Dust to Snot uh, to Head PE. Uh, he's now um, uh, working over at Rock to Recovery with veterans and helping people in recovery make music and just an awesome dude. We had, dude, we had like a three hour conversation, man. So a lot of good stuff there coming up in the next couple of weeks. And, uh, and then also my buddy TJ Woodward uh, from Conscious Recovery, uh, he'll be back on. We're going to chat uh, this next week, and uh, I think that'll be up mid-September-ish. So some great guests coming up for you guys. I hope you guys are having fun. Hope you're staying sober. Hope you're locked into the Locals Sober Guy Recovery Group. And uh, if you'd love to join us there, I'd love to have you jump in there. All kinds of good dudes in there staying sober, connecting, uh, staying accountable. It's kind of like Instagram meets Patreon. You can help support us there uh, as well as be part of a growing sober community that's safe. It'll help you stay accountable. You'll have some fun in the process. And I think we just crossed the 300 member threshold there. So just continuing to grow. We just started this uh, at the beginning of this year, I think in February or March. And uh, man, it's been great to see everybody in there. So a shout out to the locals, homies, good group. I love posting stuff in there. What I try to do is I don't post stuff. I mean, occasionally I'll post the same stuff on Instagram and on locals, but um, more or less, I I love the locals group just personally too, because it's a recovery group. Like I can share stuff in there that I'm probably not going to put on uh, Instagram. So um, it's, uh, like I said, a lot of good dudes in there. We're having some fun. So be sure be sure to join us in there if you haven't already and looking for some accountability and some support. Uh, you can download the Locals app at any of the app stores or you can go to that thatsoberguypodcast.locals.com and both those links are in the show notes. Um, also, you can sign up to be notified. We're just about to launch the new 30-day podcast course Uh, It's called Quit Drinking Dude, The Ultimate Men's Guide to Quit Alcohol and Stay Sober for 30 Days or More. 
It's literally a, a road map, a blueprint, I was going to say, uh, day by day for 30 days that's going to keep you dialed in different exercises and takeaways each day. Uh, and uh, man, it's up to you after the 30 days. You want to keep going? Uh, you know, that's that's your choice. You know, who knows? But check it out. Uh, you can go to thatsoberguy.com. You can enter your email. Uh, and when it launches uh, here shortly, you'll be the first to be notified so you can check it out. All the links from everything today will be uh, in the show notes for you. So it'll be easy to find. And uh, yeah, let's jump into 40 tips for staying sober under pressure. And once again, if you want to check out I Am Sober uh, or the I Am Sober app, you can get that in any of the app stores. Uh, They're not a current sponsor of ours anymore. But like I said, when we partner with certain brands and teams, even if they're past sponsorships or past partnerships, I always love supporting, uh, you know, those groups and those communities that continue to help people. And the I Am Sober app is just doing a great job of that. They have an awesome growing community and provide a great resource. So I'd highly encourage you to download the app if you want some uh, accountability and be able to look at how long uh, you've been sober. Uh, I think they have some money saving tips uh, or not money saving tips, uh, but you can see how much money you saved by cutting alcohol out uh, over the years. I think you just type, if I remember correctly, you type in your sober date and then you kind of estimate how much you were spending on alcohol that week or uh, monthly, and then it'll kind of give you a rough estimate. And you can see, man, it's always good to save your damn money and not blowing it on booze and drugs, right? I, know I got a lot more money today because of that. I'm not rich by any means, but shit, man, I got a little bit of bread instead of being a broke ass son, like no money. Just as soon as I got paid, I was running to get some weed and some beer, bro, or some vodka towards the ends. Big jugs of that shit. Don't miss it. Okay. 40 tips to staying sober under pressure. It says getting sober, uh, is a sprint. Staying sober is like running a marathon without a finish line. I'll definitely attest to that. I'm in process. It's a constant. It's a daily. It's not just I'm sober. It's a lifestyle. Uh, on the plus side, you have people cheering you on, giving you support at various checkpoints. On a negative side, you have long stretches of isolation, uh, especially with some of the things we're going through right now. A lot of us have had to move to digital formats for meetings. We're not in, in person as much, at least some of us, um, you know, depending on where we're at, what we're doing, what our jobs look like. Uh, are you, you know, it's, it's different today. And so a lot of things have changed, in other words, and you can hit a wall. Uh, this is when sobriety requires effort, discipline, and endurance, or you could suffer a relapse, man. And that's a very real thing. Um, once again, the link to this article will be in the show notes as well. It's at IamSober.com, and uh, you can click on it if you want to see it for yourself. Um, most people in recovery undergo at least one relapse, but you learn from each experience. Um, staying sober is a 24-hour ordeal, and every minute you learn to identify triggers, temptations, environmental hazards, and sometimes uh, welcome distractions that help you stay sober. A big part of getting sober is plugging you into a new environment, detached from your usual acquaintances and receiving constant guidance and trained from trained professionals. Uh, your job is just to get sober, maybe to stay sober. So once you've reinserted in this into your daily life with the same routine as before, minus the alcohol, it's understandable why someone would struggle adjusting to staying sober. So whether you're a skeptic, a believer, a data-driven engineer, an artistic painter, a few of these tips should apply. And I think, man, if you, you definitely should be able to rate, relate to a couple of these. There's 40 of them. I just want to back up real quick, though, though here and say... Um, you you reinserted this in where, where it says you reinserted this into your daily life with the same routine as before minus the alcohol. 
look, I, I get this question all the time. I talk to a lot of dudes about this. Like just because we quit drinking, it doesn't mean that everything's going to be great and wonderful right off the bat. And especially if we're still stuck in some of those same routines, because there's work to do beyond that. Cutting out the alcohol is great. It's a, it's the first thing that needs to happen, but then we actually got to start doing the work and that can look, you know, like different things for different people. If it's 12 step, is it through a men's group, a church, um, you know, all kinds of different ways that, uh, that we can go about that. Maybe therapy, working with a, a, a therapist, a counselor, a psychiatrist, I mean, whatever it looks like, you know, but the, the point is, is that alcohol for me was the tool that I used to deal with the shit that I didn't want to deal with or not deal with the shit that I didn't want to deal with or didn't know how to deal with. So as we go through life, yes, we've cut it out, but some of those days can be really, really tough if we're not staying dialed in and starting to learn about ourselves, learning about who we are as men, uh, learning about the things that we like and that we don't like and what are our triggers? What is our plan moving ahead? How are we going to stay sober? I mean, there's all kinds of things that come into this and being in fellowship, being in community, being plugged into podcasts, uh, being in men's groups, being in communities. Um, so important to, uh, to, you know, to, to starting to understand some of this stuff and stay sober along the way. So let's kick it off. 40 tips for staying sober. Number one, change your diet. Uh, it says, you ever try to cut something out of your diet? You ingest every day coffee, sugar, methamphetamines. <laughs> Suffice to say, it's damn difficult, uh, but it, it can be an excellent way to help you stay sober. And I will attest to that. Um, dude, sugar's a, a, a tough one for me. I'm not cutting coffee out anytime soon, at least right now. Um, I love my coffee in the morning, but sugar can be a tough one uh, for a lot of us. We, we've talked about sugar on the podcast. I've been pretty open about my struggles with it. It's, it goes back and forth some days, you know, some, uh, but it is a thing, you know, and, and I do notice when I'm not in that state of like, I think I have my period monthly too. Uh, Jess will be the first one to tell you that you're on your period again. I'm like, yeah, can dudes have their period? I think I can. Cause I think I'm having it right now. Cause I'm pissed off and I want some cupcakes. Damn it. <laughs> and that's a real thing. It's a real thing. And, you know, hey, maybe I need to check my spiritual connection. Maybe I'm just too hard on myself and I need to lighten up Francis a little bit. There's all kinds of things. Acknowledging it is a good thing, good place to start. But your diet, uh, you know, there was a great article. This just reminded me of this. A friend sent me this. Um, man, what was it called again? I'm going to have to look it up real quick. So I posted it in our locals group. Another reason you should join it. Links in the show notes there. Uh, but it had to do with diet and here it is. Um, it's called health topics, uh, dietary support for the alcoholic. It's at www west. Uh, what's that west on a price.org. I don't know. Join us on locals and you'll find the link in there. How about that? You'll see it in there. Dietary support for the alcoholic. And it really went into deep detail about, um, some of the founders of a 12-step program who tried to implement diet into the 12-step program and unfortunately didn't make it in, but had some great points in there and some um, really good uh, evidence to support a change in diet can really help and contribute to the ability to stay sober long-term and just also be mentally fit at the same time. So uh, be sure to check that out. Number two, get another job. 
One of the first things you discover after getting so, I just realized I'm gonna have to move through these faster because there's 40 of them. I was thinking there's like 10. I'm gonna roll through these things uh, in the in the essence of time, but at least just to give you an idea of what's out there and you can go back and click on the link if you wanna read a little more in detail or take notes, anything like that along the way. Uh, so number two, get another job. One of the first things you discover after getting sober is how much time you have. It's one of the reasons we track your time saved in the I Am Sober app, I Am Sober app, which is awesome. You can see how many days you have, how many hours, how many weeks, months, years, all that stuff. Addiction devours your time, which is a factor in many people's relapse. They get bored and they wander back to what they think they'd rather be doing. Get a different job, not a stressful one, something simple. Get something local if you can. Choose hours that feel, uh, that fill up your idle time. Uh, you'll make some extra money. You'll save on gas if you're close by. All that good stuff. Something to help stay connected and stay busy at the same time. Number three, move to another city or even another state. Just pick your shit up and go. Return back to your old stomping grounds is one of the fastest ways to relapse. Heard that many times. Need to get out of your old space, your routine, your mindset. One of the most efficient ways to do that is simply by getting the hell out and moving. Get a fresh start in a safer place. Pretty simple. I don't recommend the geo location though at all times because I also have heard many uh, sad stories about, uh, well, put it like this, wherever you go, there you are. And I've experienced that firsthand. Um, firsthand, I know it to be true because I've experienced it myself. Be conscious of that. It doesn't mean that moving away and getting a fresh start isn't a good idea or can't be a good idea. I absolutely agree with that. But I also think we need to be conscious of the fact that we take our dumb asses with us sometimes wherever we go. And if we're not working, you know, to work on that and be conscious of that and recognize it, man, you're just taking the same shit to a different location. Same shit, different toilet. How about that? I like it. Number four, head to a meeting. Man, get your ass to it. If you need a meeting, if you're struggling, get to a meeting. The Fourth Dimensioners is in the show notes. It's a daily meeting. It's it's a Zoom meeting, so you can check in any time of the day, or not any time of the day, but any day at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern. It's a great people in there. Uh, maybe you have some other meetings that you like, but if you're struggling, get to a meeting regardless of how you feel. It's going to be beneficial even if you think you sucks and you don't want to go at the time. I promise you I've never left a meeting and been like, that was stupid meeting. I shouldn't have went ever. Now there's been, you know, sometimes when I'm like, that meeting was kind of lame or, you know, other things, but that's my own, you know, it's my own bullshit in my head too. It's going to be good for you. I promise. Just get there if you need to go. Number five, journal, write. Man, there's, that's one of the things we that we're going to work on in the um, uh, Quit Drinking Dude 30-day course is journaling and writing your story out. It's gonna, it's, I'm so excited about that part because it's so powerful to write, to express yourself. It's been a huge therapeutic, creative um, just uh, release for me in times of strife, in times of joy, in times of struggle, all those things to be able to write. Um, or for me, podcasting is kind of like an extension of that. I can talk and communicate, get the shit out. Sometimes I write and then communicate it on the podcast. Um, really a great, great tool right there too. So journal number six, make new friends. Yeah. If you're hanging around shitty people, get some new friends, man. Many people drink with the same group of friends. They go out, uh, and then they make some new friends. There's a variety of meetup groups online. There's plenty of free events, um, it says there's uh, different ways to get out and meet new people with similar interest. Uh, and you can, you know, just like change it up a little bit, man. Like I'm not saying you got to ditch your old friends. You might have to, too, depending on, you know, the influence there. 
but sometimes it's nice to uh, to meet some new people. Uh, number seven, get active, man. Biggest thing. That's also something that we really talk about in um, in in the Quit Drinking Dude course is staying fit, and that's a big part of my routine. I like this morning. I got got a great kickboxing class, and I sweated my ass off. Um, it was well and much needed, you know, and that's a big part. It's not just about the physical part, but it's also about the mental part. Um, you know, even if you just go for a jog, just do something, walk, walk the dog. That's one of my favorite things to do. I walk the dog almost every morning, at least a mile, if not a couple miles, get the blood flowing, have a cup of coffee. It makes my day way better. Number eight, create an airtight schedule. To prevent a relapse, one of the best things you can do to manage your time wisely is to create an airtight schedule. Again, there's lots of hours in the day. You'll feel each hour tick at a snail's pace, especially when cravings occur if you're in early sobriety. Uh, So create that schedule and keep it tight. Stick to it. Exhaust yourself. Get your mind off of drinking. Call somebody. Talk about it. It gets easier over time. Is it ever perfect? No, it's not ever going to be perfect. But if you stay on schedule, if you create a schedule, it's going to be a big help. Number nine, go get a massage. I'm not a fan of this one, to be honest, just because, uh, and I know people are going to be like, what the shit? You don't like massages? I think it's fucking weird, personally, like getting massaged sometimes by, I think it's because I'm ticklish as shit too. I'm like a kid who just like, I've always been ticklish since I was a kid. And so I've had a couple massages before. I got to admit, it was very relaxing and comforting, um, you know, but at the same time it was, I don't know, it's just like, I'm just a, I'm just weird like that. But here's what it says. Being sober can be stressful, but it doesn't need to be. And it certainly won't be forever. Treat yourself, son. You're not punishing yourself for not drinking. You're rewarding yourself. So go out, get a massage, um, go get, uh, some of that worked out. Uh, wait, I messed that up here. So go out and get a massage to work out some of that tension and feel proud while you're pampered. Number nine, get a massage. Yeah. Number 10, yoga. The buddy Seth will will, uh, support this one big time. He'll support hot yoga. There are very few illnesses and ailments that yoga won't won't cure. It aids in digestion, balance, and can help you ward off depression and cravings. Uh, Many people talk about how they use yoga as a main part of their sober practice. So um, I'm not a yogi myself. I've done a little bit of it here and there. I'm not opposed to it by any means. Um, But uh, I do know many people who, like I said, use it and is a great tool to help stay sober as a part of your program. Uh, Number 11, stay hydrated. In general, we have a hard time discerning hunger from thirst And uh, well, just here's the thing. Drink a shitload of water. I know that to help. It makes you feel good. makes you feel better. makes you feel healthy. And it's good for you. Number 12, set goals. It's important to remember that you're going to be craving alcohol to reward the short-term part of your brain, not the long-term. I think that goes along with sugar too. Probably why I struggle with it. Create some goals for yourself and remind yourself of what you're working towards. Number 13, change your job. Didn't we already go over change your job? Job, get a new job. I'm going to skip right over that to 14. Pursue a hobby, a hobby lobby. Pursue a hobby lobby. Get a hobby, bitch. <laughs> Do something. Do it fun. Paint, music, creating short videos, you name it. There's no shortage of hobbies and creative outlets. Buy a mountain bike like I did and a helmet. Buy a surfboard. Get some hiking boots. Get into softball league. Do something. You know, Do something. Some of the most creative people used artistic, draw, write. 
all kinds of things you can do. Don't fear the struggles. You're going to suck at shit. It's okay to suck sometimes. Try something new and get something you enjoy to do. So huge. Number 15, be present. Be in the moment. I'm just going to leave it at this. If you feel lost, look at your feet. You're right where you're supposed to be in that moment. Be present. Number 16, Number 16, think of your I need to take a drink real quick. I'm I'm I know I'm trying to move through this uh at a at a at a pace that is accelerated. I think that's why I'm fumbling stumbling words all over the place, but hold on. Lots of energy right now. Lots of energy. Okay. Raymer, take a take a breath, Raymer. Take a breath, damn it. excited sometimes to talk about this shit i get excited to be sober i'm very grateful i don't have to be hung over and feel like dog shit oh all right number 16 think of your thoughts as fish hmm, interesting let's let's see what this one says have an open mind but for a few of us in recovery this does work when you catch yourself thinking of drinking or wanting nothing more than to have one glass of whiskey then stop and close your eyes. Take that thought and imagine it as a fish and let it float out of your vision. With each thought that arises, do the same thing. Imagine them as fish passing in front of you. It begins a process of thinking of thinking. And as strange as it may seem, it helps pull you out so you can calmly observe from afar. I like it. I like that idea. Number 17, abandon shame and guilt. Ugh, I probably need to read this one a couple of times like my own worst enemy sometimes beat myself up still learning how to give myself grace Two hugely negative emotions that undoubtedly contribute to relapses shame and guilt they don't belong in your life it's not denial of who you are or what you've done but a celebration of who you are now and how far you've come holding on to your shame and guilt will lead you down a path of depression it's almost certainly going to lead you to relapse so let those emotions go and focus on what's ahead of you highly agree with all of that highly recommend some sort of program, some sort of work, maybe some step work, maybe some sort of fellowship work, whatever it is that you want to do, do the work. And that's where you're going to find learning to let go of some of that shame, guilt. Maybe it's counseling again, whatever works for you, do the work. Number 18, celebrate your milestones. Yes. I'm going to leave it at this. Just download the I am sober app and you can down, you can celebrate your milestones in that. So important. Such a good, good thing to do. Number 19, prayer. Regardless of any religious affiliation, try praying. And I I don't like to add a caveat to that. I talk about this often. There's a huge difference between religion and spirituality. Me personally, not really a fan of religion. Huge fan of spirituality and a relationship with Jesus for me, my God. And just my faith, my higher power. That's what works for me. Whatever works for you is cool whatever it is, but there's a difference there. So something to think about if you, if you struggle with the God thing, um, you're putting your struggle into words and asking for help. Prayer is a way to speak openly and honestly and put it into words, how you're feeling in the moment. So huge thing. I try to say my prayers in the morning and at night and it helps, man. It helps to just mellow me out, lay it out and just let it off my shoulders. I I'm a human being. I'm a man who can't handle all the shit in life and i'm okay with that so prayer is a big big part of my practice and it can definitely help number 20 head into nature i love this those of you who've listened to the show for a long time know that i love backpacking i love being outdoors 
Nature is a great place to refresh, whether it's a hike or a nice park. Heading into nature is a good way to watch the natural world moving and slow down your thinking. Get your mind off drugs, get your mind off alcohol, walking into nature, enjoying the colors, sights, and sounds. Man, there's something about being out in the wilderness and a connection there that is very powerful. It's very freeing. I absolutely love it. I actually need to plan a backpacking trip coming up here soon uh, because it's been a minute and I need that connection myself. Number 21, adopt a pet. This may sound counterintuitive. I'm trying to take care of myself and you want me to take care of an animal, but in reality, a pet provides multiple benefits. First, it gives you a strict schedule. It's very true. Time that may be otherwise spent heading out and buying alcohol has to be sent, taking, spent taking your dog for a walk, taking care of Rex. Roscoe. How about Roscoe? Let's call him Roscoe. That's the name of the dog here. We're going to take Roscoe out for a walk. Gives you responsibility. You got to clean up Roscoe's shit. Let's face it. If the golden rule was treat thy neighbor as thy pet, we'd have a lot more harmony in the world because we love Roscoe. Yes, I would agree with that. Love it. Nothing like a good man's best friend dog. Number 22, check in with your emotions. Yeah, got to do a check-in. When you feel the pull of alcohol, stop and check in and ask yourself, why do I feel like this? Don't try to fight it. Maybe communicate it. Reach out to somebody for some help. Don't beat yourself up. Think about it. Check in. How am I feeling right now? It's okay. And remember, it's okay to feel. I hate feeling. (laughs) (laughs) something I'm still working on on the daily for real. You don't even know. Ask my lady, but I'm getting a little better starting to starting to uh, try it. Try feeling. That's why I drank for so long. Didn't like feeling like to feel numb, but I got to check in now. I got to look myself in the mirror and say, as John Lee Dumas said on the podcast, a few back, you're a human being. I look myself in the mirror and I say, you're a human being. So very good one there. I like it. Checking in. Number 23, show gratitude. So big. What are you grateful for? Make a gratitude list. Do it daily. Number 24, a volunteer. We go over that in the course as well, actually, the gratitude list. Lots of good stuff I'm noticing in here. It's related to uh, the Quit Drinking Dude course. I love it. I'm so excited about that, too. I put a shitload of work into this, guys. So I know you're going to love it if you check it out. As soon as it launches, it's launching soon, I promise. But I'm really stoked about it. Gratitude list is in there. We talk about that go into a little more detail about it. Uh, it's pretty simple too. I mean, it's like a gratitude list. It speaks for itself. But when we're grateful, man, it shifts my thinking like no other when I stay grateful every morning. Hey, God, thank you, you know, for my family, for my health, for my sobriety, for my job. And uh, man, maybe offer up someone, uh, if I can offer up the ability to help somebody today, that'd be great. You know, I'm grateful. I'm, st- I'm setting the day in that. Number 24, volunteer, do service work. Animal shelters, aquariums, homeless shelters, even AA meetings or 12-step meetings. Maybe at your church, maybe in your community somewhere. Uh, whatever it is, if you're being of service, uh, it's a good way to put uh, to spend your time. You know, to, if you got idle time, trying to stay sober, and then also you can you can help. You can be you know helping people. It's always good. Number 25, therapy. Man, you might need some counseling. You know, I've had plenty of counseling, plenty of marriage counseling, plenty of individual counseling, group therapy, both in and out of treatment places, meetings like, dude, it's so healthy. And unfortunately, there's still a big stigma around it for a lot of people. They're scared to say that they have a counselor. It's like it's like a fucking coach. Like you have a coach if you play baseball or if you play a sport, if you're boxing, you have a trainer. 
right? It's the same shit. You just have a counselor for life. Like it's the same concept. There's nothing to be ashamed about that. See, I'm starting to get pissed off about it a little bit, huh? Huh? A little bit. Yeah. Because it's important, dude. Who, why wouldn't we need somebody to help us through? Like we're human. Like, come on, come on. Who am I? I don't know who I'm saying it to, but you feel me, right? It's important. Something to think about. Number 26, remind yourself why you came sober, why you became sober. Uh, this goes hand in hand with journaling, but maybe use a scrapbook. You can make notes, anything, but the main purpose is to give yourself future mementos of why you became sober. Good point. Number 27, meditation, meditation. Hey, check out my sponsor, Buddy C. He's got an amazing app called Sober Meditations, Sober Meditations, and you can download it at any of the app stores, and uh, I'm going to bring it up here real quick just so I can... Uh, Let's see. So Sober Meditations app, right? And there is a ton of stuff on here. He put so much work and time into this. Um, I mean, it, it, and you got each step. There's 10-minute meditations, five-minute meditations. Um, I mean, all kinds of different. Let's see. I'm going to go through some of the categories right here. Cravings, disturbance, and agitation, um, empty version of the serenity prayer, God's will, letting go, mindful breathing, uh, and then goes through all the steps with five, 10 and 20 minute meditations for each step. I mean, you got a ton of stuff in here. So download that app, sober meditations. Uh, you can check it out there. Number 28, get involved online, get involved online. Uh, you can also dedicate your time to online communities, jump in a meeting, be of service, you know, all that good stuff. Number 29, research your condition. A little research, a little research about maybe some other stories, some other things that might relate to what you're going through. Spend your time doing that. Number 30, spend time with real family and friends. That's a good one. I emphasize the word real because how many of you out there have acquaintances? And I say that because they're maybe drinking buddies. So maybe they're friends, you know, maybe they're homies, but the majority of the time you spend is drinking. Now, that for me, at least, and I still, have, I still have a lot of good family and friends that I spent a lot of time drinking with that are still extremely close to me. Doesn't mean that, but there were, there were a lot of also acquaintances and friends that I spent a lot of time drinking with that I don't talk to anymore. Just it's part of the game, right? Part of life. But maybe focus on spending time with the real people in your life that matter family and uh you know those close friends it's good good support structure there you can start and then you can start learning about yourself in these real authentic relationships it's really cool number 31 the rehab <laughs> rehab and then in parentheses it says again as anyone can tell you you can't expect the 30-day program to keep you sober for a lifetime if you feel you're stu yourself struggling consistently maybe you need to check yourself into treatment you don't need to have, have had relapse to return. Get help before it becomes a problem again. Number 32, schedule time not to do's as you map out your day-to-day -day routine. A fast way to overwhelm yourself is by making a list of to do's. Just ensure you stay proactive. Schedule time slots for events, meeting. I mean, this kind of goes along with scheduling. Just make a schedule for your day. Have a schedule and be ready to adjust on certain days, but try your best to stick to it. We've got to remain flexible, but you know, hey, shit happens sometimes. Number 33, skip events. Weddings, funerals, late night dancing. Who's the dancer? I'm not. I like to make the music. I don't like to dance to it. I'll bob my head a little bit though. But if you're struggling to stay sober, you need to start skipping events maybe. You know, maybe that's an option. We don't like to go. We can't go to the same places that we did before because, man, those environments can be dangerous, especially early on in recovery. And if you do have to go somewhere, 
like a wedding, like a funeral, uh, like a party, a birthday party or something, and there's alcohol, give yourself an exit plan. Have a map. Be ready to go. Have a blueprint. Number 34, head to the gym. Kind of falls in with the exercise earlier, man. Stay fit. Get to the gym. Get in some community, maybe some classes. Uh, great way to meet people and help stay sober. Number 35, talk it out. This is something you can do online, face-to-face with a friend, or if all else fails, you can look your damn self in the mirror and talk to yourself. Having a conversation triggers parts of your brain you don't access when you're thinking about something on your own. Well, having a conversation with other people is ideal as they offer new insights and lines of thinking. Talking your obstacles out loud to yourself doesn't hurt either. Number 36, give yourself a ball of light. Be easy on yourself. Be easy on yourself. Picture your past self standing before you. Then take your love and compassion and hold on to it in a ball of light in front of you. Hmm, Interesting. Never heard that one. Something to try, though. Number 37, internally check in. Schedule an exact time each day to internally check in. I like that. So maybe you can set an alert on your phone or a time. Maybe at at noon every day. You set that alarm and it goes off and it just says daily check-in. And you just check in with yourself. How am I feeling? Raymer, how am I feeling right now? How are you feeling? Feeling pissed off, son. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling calm. Right? But either way, we're acknowledging how we're feeling. Being honest. Just that just that alone can be enough to, to kind of reset. Number 38, go for a walk. Oh, man, like I said, one of my favorites, one of my favorites going for a walk. Probably one of my favorite things to do in the morning. And I occasionally will get them in in the evenings. Uh, they're a little shorter, but I'll take my, my dog Brody out to you know use the bathroom, pee on someone's mailbox, on their bush, take a dump on their lawn. Sometimes I act like I don't see it and just walk right by. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not that asshole. I usually try to pick it up, but every once in a while, like I won't have a bag, I'll run out and I'll forget to get one. So then you never do that. You just kind of act like you don't see it. I'm just going to kind of look off into space here, act like I'm looking at my phone and I didn't see him. And then in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, if anybody comes out and they're like, did you just see your dog just shit on my lawn? You're not going to clean it up. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. I didn't even see it. I didn't even see it. What an asshole. I'm like lying about cleaning up shit. I don't know. Weird stuff goes on in my brain. But take your dog for a walk. Take him for a walk or just go by yourself. 39 breathing exercises. Let me tell you this. I mentioned Sonny Mayo coming on the podcast soon. He does a class on Saturdays of breath work. We talked about breath work towards the end of the conversation. It was great. We did a couple exercises. Something really cool. I was talking to Jess about it. I think we're going to try it out. But breathing exercises is a great way to give yourself something to focus on instead of your rapid thoughts. So something to think about, something to try out next to prayer, meditation, all kind of work together in that yoga. Um, Yes, good stuff. And number 40, the last, can't believe I made it through those in about 35 minutes. Number 40, follow through on your thoughts of relapse. Interesting. Let's read this one out here before we wrap it up today. One of the last things you can do is extend the short-term brain to long-term. When you feel the pull of alcohol clawing at you to relapse, then instead of consistently cutting out the thoughts, explore them 
as far as they'll go. In other words, instead of saying, stop thinking about how far it is to the liquor store, imagine you walk down there, buy the bottle of vodka, come home, start drinking. Imagine you're, so I don't, I don't know about, I don't want to imagine that shit, but okay, let me, let me, let me, let me finish this up. Maybe it's going to turn, turn a corner here. Imagine your sober streak disappearing. Ah, I see. And finishing the bottle that night. Imagine how your friend and f- friends and family will feel and imagine how it'll affect you the next day. Walk through your day in that life scenario and imagine what it looks like to have lost your sobriety and your goals. Imagine the conversations you'll have to have with friends on why you did it. Imagine another stint at another rehab and center and, and so on. Go down the list. I love that because it, it allows you the ability to foresee the future in some sense of what will happen because we all know it goes back to the same shit for me it's one is never enough and uh wait what is it one is too many and one is never enough wait one is never. <laughs> i'm totally blowing this right now one is never enough and 10 is too oh man i'm just ruining it <laughs> someone email me or send me a message on Instagram at that sober guy podcast or join the locals and go Raymer. I know what you're trying to say. Here's what it is. I'm just, my mind is, it's been a long ass day. I'm late even recording this. I think that's why my mind's a little jumbled and like just all over the place right now. Something like that. You know what I'm getting at. You're able to kind of see into what will happen if you go back to that. You don't want that. I don't want that. And I do that often, man, man, if I did that, I'd do X, Y, and Z, and that would lead to that. Like, so I'm just going to stay away from it. So you can flip the script on that quick. Use your sober brain to think about the long-term consequences to your short-term reward and recognize what it would do to your life. I love that. Goes on to say, last little paragraph here before we wrap up on the 40 uh, tips for staying sober under pressure. And in early sobriety, I would kind of add to that. Uh, staying sober isn't a punishment. Sobriety isn't just fun. It's an experience. Like I said before, it's a lifestyle for me. Alcohol numbs all the emotions, all of them. And while many people enjoy the numbing of pain, sadness, and fear, which I mentioned earlier, that's why I don't like to feel. That's why I used to do it. It also prevents the experience of love, compassion, and happiness. And I'll add to that growth. Finding out who you are as a human being, as a man. That shit's fun. It's hard some days, but it's fun. Being able to feel tremendous is a gift, one that we have had the luxury of exploring. Um, Staying sober is fun and incredibly rewarding, but these are 40 tips for the times when staying sober is easier than said than done. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got something out of it. The app uh, is I Am Sober app. You can get that on the website there, IamSober.com, and I'll leave that in the show notes. Happy to support those guys. Great app once again. And uh, man, happy to support you guys and help you guys support me in the process. At the same time, it comes full circle in the locals group on Instagram, um, on the podcast, the emails we get, um, just all the great support. And we're all helping each other here. We've got lots of resources at thatsoberguy.com if you want to check those out. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, I love you guys. Peace. Oh yeah, share the podcast with a friend too. Share it with a friend. Leave us a review on iTunes. Connect with us on Instagram at that sober guy podcast or the locals app. Love you guys. Check out Humans Music too. One of my favorite jams. Peace, love, and respect. Keep your blood clean.
Now the 